Welcome to Want Her, a community-driven podcast for the like-minded female, passionate about creativity, self-discovery, and letting out that inner weird. Brought to your ear holes by two cross-country friends, we want to project one thing. Self-discovery is a lifelong journey, and one that should be fun experiencing. Here, no topic is off-limits. We're just like you, striving for connection, laughter, and the continual reminder that we can actually be whatever the f*** we want. Here's Olivia and Sandy. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. Good morning. <laughs> welcome back to Wander. Wander. Our podcast, episode number two. Number two. Number two. So um, this is Olivia and Sandy coming to you live from Wisconsin and currently California. And we're going to yes. get into it. Today's Let's topic is all about boom, 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 cross-country friendships. <laughs> how to um, manage them, foster them so they can grow, which is really hard to do in general with adult friendships. So we're going to talk oh. about ours, some yes. thoughts that we have about them in general, and have fun. Yeah. Let's have fun and get do. weird. Get weird. That's the moral get of this weird. whole thing. Yeah. Go, 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 go. Embrace it. So to kind of like wet the whistle – what what the whistle like uh, the whistle it's weird i don't know what i want to say like <laughs> lubricate your ear holes mm. yes <laughs> lot, right? lubricate your ear holes let's do we're going to start with a game maybe you've heard of it maybe you haven't two truths and a lie let's see how good we know each other <laughs> yeah um i don't know that you're gonna do well though because i specifically tried to be really obscure yeah. i figured yeah did you as well i feel like yes yes Hopefully. okay you know your girl loves a guessing game <laughs> <laughs> okay so i will begin two truths Let's and a lie number one again I'm talking about a reoccurring thought here. I don't know if I've ever told you about this one, so I'll start. Okay. I have a reoccurring thought about how I would handle a Freaky Friday moment at any concert or show, play, anything like that that I go to. Okay. Mm, That's okay. number one. Number one. Number two. See, I wrote this all down so that, like, you couldn't tell how I, like, the cadence of my voice when I say it. You know, really trying to trick you. So number two. Amazing. I was almost recruited to be on a TV show about the ring by spring Christian college concept. Hmm. Ring hmm. by spring. Are you familiar with this? Nope. Okay. Okay. I'll explain maybe later because I don't want to give okay. anything away. Okay. Number three. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a beekeeper when I grew up because my grandparents were. And whenever I'm around bees, I never get stung. Oh man, these are good, right? I usually oh, these suck at are this game. Good, <laughs> these are really good. What was number one again? <laughs> I have a reoccurring thought oh, yeah. about when oh, I yeah. go to a show, Freaky, Freaky Friday. Friday. It's between the Freaky Friday. I gotta guess the lie. Yes, You're guessing Freaky the Friday lie. or Beekeeper. I think it's Beekeeper. As the lie. Yes. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, man. I thought it was really good. Dang it. <laughs> I, I actually was 
I didn't know. I was trying to tie in the fact that, like, I grew up on a farm. So, like, yep. maybe beekeeping was involved there, but absolutely not. I've gotten stung by so many bees. I actually have, like, a a memory where I was on a pogo, st- a pogo stick. Um, my hair was down and I was probably, like, seven. And a bee got, like, trapped in between no. my neck and no, my no, hair. No, 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 and it, like, stung my neck repeatedly. Repeatedly? No. No, no, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. It was it was not good. Even when I stopped jumping, it like couldn't get out from my hair. Yeah. Oh, oh, so that's oh. definitely false. Oh but yeah, God. have you ever thought I feel like I told you that like when I go to a concert and stuff, I worry about like Freaky Friday if that were suddenly true. No. And how no. I would like pretend to know. Even like dance numbers. Oh. That's probably just my like panic really? inducing social anxiety or <laughs> Yeah. 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 And then Ring by Spring. I'm so surprised yes. that you don't know what that is. No. Explain it. Quick. Okay. So I went to the small Christian university and I straight mm-hmm. up was getting interviewed by some kind of person associated with A&E, the oh, TV channel. And I yeah. legit, I was like, oh my gosh, this is real. I have no idea how it came about. It was like in between my, I hadn't met Colton yet. I think oh. it was like before my junior year over the summer, I did like multiple um, like Zoom meetings with this lady and she was like interviewing me. Wow. And Ring by Spring is the concept that is based in like Christian culture when you go to college that like Ring by Spring of your senior year, you'll like find your guy. It's like you're getting your missus oh. degree too and you'll be engaged by then. And like it was going to be a reality show and oh, stuff. And I remember talking about this guy that I had a crush on uh, was not Colton at the time because I didn't even know him. It was just like the idea of him. I literally have never spoken to him before. So like oh I'm gosh. so grateful it didn't happen because holy cringe, that would have been so bad. But I have no idea how it came out. Like they were saying that somebody nominated me and like I do know a couple of the guys I was friends with was all were also being interviewed. It was so weird. Weird. It seems like more of like a fever dream now, but I swear <laughs> to God it was real. Weird. So did the TV show ever become a TV show? Oh, no, 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 no. I was so excited. And then I just got a random email one day when I was at a Longhorn with my family. And <laughs> the lady, Lisa, was like, yeah, they decided not to continue with the project. And I was oh. straight up devastated at the time. Oh, sad. <laughs> I would have been too. That would have been so yeah. cool. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, oh. I'm going to be like the next Sadie Robertson. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, but I'm glad that that did not happen. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Amazing. Okay. Well, I'm proud of you. you. I'm surprised you got it. Yes, yes, yes. I'm excited to guess. I love a guessing game. Okay. Number one, I was an oops baby. Okay. Number two. I got an underage. What is that? Okay. An underage? Like drinking underage? I got You got caught? Yeah. Is that okay? Just the like minimization of what you're saying. I feel like that's a Wisconsin thing I haven't heard of. You've never heard that phrase? (laughs) I've heard of like I've been ID'd at a bar. No. I was like you got and I got under it. Like I was caught by the cops. I was drinking underage. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> What's your third one? <laughs> I get it now. I get it now. Okay, great. I lettered in tennis in high school. Okay. 
I know that number one is true. You've told me that before. <sighs> Damn it. The oops, baby. I definitely know that's true. Um, no. Okay, number... Wait. Number three is a lie because you said that you were still, like... Weren't you still on JV when you were a senior for tennis? I feel like I'm making fun of you inadvertently, and I'm not trying to. Is that your answer? Yeah, I guess I'm going to go with that. <laughs> Lie! That I mean, that's oh, true. That's true. That's oh. true. <laughs> You're oh, lying. What? No. So I got it wrong. Yes, you got it wrong. I got an underage. I've never gotten an underage. It was close. It was really close. I got caught at a party, but I wasn't drinking. But they, I still got breathalyzed. Shut up. But number three is true. I lettered in tennis in high school, but it's also true. You said that I was on JV as a senior. Correct. But, <laughs> but <laughs> at the tennis banquet, me and my friend that started tennis in middle school together, they said, okay, Sydney and Sandy, you're lettering because you've stuck it out the last seven years. <laughs> it's like a participation ribbon. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. We were so embarrassed. <laughs> I'm so surprised about this underage thing though. Like how old were you yeah. set the scene? Were there boys there? Like, yeah, I'm yeah. not surprised because you have this like wild side that you can't really see if you just look at exactly. Sandy. Exactly. So mm -hmm. give me like a condensed cliff notes version of it. <laughs> so really in high school, we did not drink that much. Our drinking yeah. was like going to a friend's house and just hanging out in the basement yeah. and drinking. That's fun <laughs> While though. parents were upstairs. So uh -huh. that was our really extent of that until college. Then I think it was the summer after our first year of college and we went to a friend's house from high school, and we were in the country, middle of nowhere. We're in north central Wisconsin, okay? Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, cops show up. It was me. I was with Alex, so we were together at the time, dating at the oh, time, okay. and we had yeah. other friends there. Um, and I had just asked Alex like five minutes before. I'm like, you know what? What if cops showed up and like – we decided to run. What would you do? And I slipped. Would you wait for me if I slipped and fell? Because that's totally me, clumsy. 100%, yeah. And he's like, mm, I don't know. I'd have to be in the moment. <laughs> so the cops show up, okay? And uh -huh. we're like, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. let's run. Even it's though time. I had not been drinking because my plan was to drive Alex home. I had not been drinking. And I'm like, why did I even run at this point? Mm -hmm. Whatever. I run with Alex. <laughs> I slip. I fall. Alex stops and waits for me. Aww. And then we get up and we keep running. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, we're hiding in the woods and just waiting and waiting. The cops are not leaving. So we're like, okay, Alex and I are talking it out and we're like, whatever. Let's just go out. It's not worth waiting. Whatever. If we get an underage, we get an underage. And I'm like, I'm not going to get one. I haven't been drinking. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so we go out. Cops breathalyze us. And in true Sandy fashion, you know, nervous poops, I go, <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, sir. I really need to poop. Can I go and use the restroom? He's like, let me breathalyze you first. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why? Yeah. I blew zeros. I yeah. Wow. I think we should do an episode on like stories like that. Ooh, that kind that of thing was fun. great. And then like your potential diarrhea situation, you know, I have some poop stories like that oh, would just yeah. be so fun. Yeah. Even if we don't share it, cause that has the potential to be rough. Yeah. Just hashing mm-hmm. that out with each other. I mean, yes, be real. I love that. I'm probably fine sharing it, but <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Everyone knows oh, I've that. always been like, I have to nervous poop, nervous poop. Yeah. People told me that in high school. (laughs) Yeah, Colton to this day thinks that I can control it. Like the car story that I shared with you. He's like, I literally would have done a thousand different things before I let the situation play out like you did. (laughs) Like, I don't believe it. Just hold your butt, like Mm -hmm. squeeze your butthole. (laughs) That's impossible. Impossible. It's literally... Not possible. But anyway, that's a story for maybe never, but it's okay. Exactly. All right. All right. All right. All right. That was fun though, right? That was fun. I love I, loved I love the game. Good. Okay. Cool. So we're going to get into friendship topics, um, Oof. you know, talking this about them. I feel like this topic can relate to a long distance friendship like you and I across the country from one another. Or, like, honestly, as we age and stuff in adulthood, you could be, yeah. like, the town over and this could all be relevant. Absolutely. Don't you agree? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we get older and, like, r- responsibilities pile up, busyness piles up, yeah. and, like, 20 miles could be feel like the same distance that you and I have across the country. For sure. For I will sure. say that because, I think like, we... Even us, we live 40 minutes from our hometown, 35 minutes, and we still have yeah. friends there. But it's so, like, things just get in the way and, like, yeah. I hard. do think that we have, like, a a benefit to our relationship in the fact that we've always been long distance. So we've kind of learned how to maneuver and manage that. Navigate that. But honestly, like as I've gotten older and especially once I moved away to travel nurse, like this has been a topic that's been really, really difficult for me adjusting Mm -hmm. to like how friendships change and and morph as you do different things. So I'm excited to get into it. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Yes. Especially in our twenties. Oh gosh. I feel like twenties have been so fun, but so incredibly rough. So much is changing. Yeah. I hate when people are like, people never really change because that is <laughs> such bullshit. Like, I just spit all over, but I agree. <laughs> yeah. Like, when bullshit. I was 23 to 24, like, I wasn't even the same person coming out of that year. Like, I had gotten a tattoo and six piercings, and my mom didn't even know about my tattoo, just the piercings, and was like, are you okay? Because I, I, all of a sudden I was like climbing mountains and stuff. And she's like, what's happening? I didn't know at the time, really? but like. Really? Current yeah. Olivia was trying to bust through. Yes. Yes. No, I completely so, agree. I'm totally different. And that's okay. I would have loved to know you. Like, <laughs> were you more shy? Yeah. Yeah. And I would like. I don't know, in my friend group in high school, like, I was totally weird and, like, totally myself, but, like... Well, that's you now, though. Exactly. (laughs) 
I so maybe some things never change, but like a lot yeah. can for sure. Yeah. All right. So let's get into it. We've yes. kind of already talked about how aging and certain life scenarios, a new job, children, um, you buy a house getting that's married. maybe like a state away. Exactly. Getting married. So then you're exposed to all of your partners, friends, family, responsibilities, Time feels like it goes by a lot quicker, which is something that I could talk about in a future episode. Like that is the one thing that still gives me crazy anxiety is like birthdays, <laughs> New Year's and like how little 24 hours feels like. But yes. anyway, lesser yes. time in general. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel like when you were in, in grade school and stuff, do you feel like you made friends easy? Do you feel like it was easier to like be exposed to new people to potentially be friends with? Cause I did, but I was like really heavily involved in sports and stuff. I feel like I did too. I wasn't heavily involved in sports and stuff, yeah. but I think having three older siblings that That's were true. in sports, like both my sisters were three sports and I don't know. I think always being exposed to things with them helped me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If that's interesting that you say that. I mean, naturally, I don't want to think that I'm like a narcissist for doing this, but I think it's our natural response to compare everything that like your life scenario versus my own personal mm-hmm. one. And I have, I'm in the middle of two brothers and all three of us are like, do you feel pretty similar with your siblings? Because for me, no, my brothers <laughs> and I are 100% different people. So like... Winston growing up in school like had a lot of different kind of friends than I would have chosen um and yeah. so like his way of developing friends maintaining them and like the things that they did together and I know I'm a girl compared to them too so there is something True. to say for that uh, but Still. like it didn't really like lay out the path for me True so it was it was That's definitely more like yeah but in in general, I think that it's easier when you're in school because you have more access to people your own age going through the same chapters yeah. of life. Um, yeah. And then when Doing you become an adult. extracurricular activities. Exactly. Like, when you become So an much adult, more time. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's, it's so exciting when you get to be an adult and do your own thing. <laughs> and like they, they make it seem like this – like hyper ideal sense of independence and like there's something to say for that sure but also Mm -hmm. it can feel like really lonely especially when you go into it thinking that you'll have these relationships that are solid they've been solid for years and you go off and do something that you felt like is really important to you and and like really hones in on this sense of independence that you've been dreaming Mm -hmm. about and you lose those people along the way so it's sad. Yeah. It's hard. Wild. It's sad. Yeah. It's wild. Like I've always been a homebody, but like yeah. I feel like when I really – so in college, I only moved an hour and a half away. So that mm-hmm. wasn't bad. But then when we moved to Lake Geneva, southern Wisconsin, that was oh, four yeah, hours from my hometown. That was hard for you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that was so hard for me and just like leaving my friends, leaving my family because, again, my family is huge to me. Mm-hmm. So like that was so hard and navigating and you moved that. Back like now, yes, thank gosh. <laughs> but still, mm-hmm. that's still so hard too with 
friends and family 40 minutes away. It's still a different type of challenge, I feel like, in navigating that. Yeah. And I also think that social media plays a huge part of of friendships and stuff because at least everybody, I feel like it's not a surprise where it's like, oh, Instagram and stuff is a highlight reel. So like Mm -hmm. you try and like present this version of yourself and like there's just all this awkward like comparison about like is my life measuring up to the people that I'm quote-unquote friends with or were friends with and like it adds this weird element of accessibility that like it can get really confusing where it's like are we friends because you like all of my pictures because I haven't talked to you in (laughs) a year you know like it's just it's tough and or don't like all my pictures like yeah, mm, I hate to say that you. I don't like realize those types of things, but like I'm a no. normal human being, and we're designed to want other people to accept and like us. So I feel like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not ashamed to say, like, yeah, I notice things like that. I think that's normal. Yes, I am too. Like especially yeah. like having businesses or like running like your huge social following, like. Yes, that can be – it is. Like, managing that and, like, I don't know. It's hard not to realize, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I if you know. think back to, like, your childhood and stuff when social media wasn't a thing, like, how much quality time was really just, like, more present and exciting because you didn't have the, like – Like when I, I use my phone as like a coping mechanism when I go to all these Mm -hmm. new hospitals because I'm still like dealing with some social anxiety where I'm constantly worrying about like, oh, will they judge me if I really tell my like full story if they ask type of thing where I'll be on a lunch break with a random person and I'll just kind of resort to using that. And it's almost like when you were a kid and you were mad at your siblings. So you use the cereal boxes (laughs) to like enclose yourself into little cubicles. Did you do that? No. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was like a universal Midwestern thing. No. I, I mean, again, like my siblings, I'm five years younger than my closest sibling. So like oh, we yeah. were all spaced apart. Yeah. Well, maybe they did. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe. I don't think so, but maybe. <laughs> yeah. So... I mean, how you have had friendships that have kind of like distanced themselves or kind of like grown apart from as you've gotten older, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Like, I don't like to think that, but for sure, like, I feel like when you do get older, friendships do naturally like distance, grow Mm -hmm. apart more so, not Mm -hmm. like to a different stage than you what you were at mm-hmm. not necessarily which is not a always bad a bad state. thing no yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no it's just like different than what you're used to and like I feel like also navigating that and figuring out like oh okay we don't need to check in and text every single day like mm-hmm. that's exhausting but how do you Sorry, that's exhausting. It, it can be how do you yeah. determine like what what weight do you give to those friendships where you're like, oh, we used to be so, so close. Is it okay that we're not anymore? Does she think mm-hmm. that we weren't as close or 
does he, whoever, did they think that we weren't as close as we were? Like, how does that not affect my own like self-worth and idea of who I am as a person and as a friend? Because for me, that's something, yeah, that's something I've really, really struggled with where, especially because like I've moved away from literally all of my friends. So it's literally just my phone that I rely on to feel like remembered by some mm-hmm. of the people that used to be so involved in my life. And I have had Gosh, like a loss has of, had to be so hard. It's, it's definitely something that I've like talked about in therapy and there's been a few specific relationships that have really like distance and completely like I have a few friends that I don't even consider friends anymore. And like, yeah, there's more mm-hmm. to the story than just me moving away and stuff. But like, I really tie my friendships into my idea of like who I am and who my self-worth is. So it's been a huge navigating process in my 20s that have made, it's made me question my self-worth a lot. I mean, I feel like I've come out of that for sure, but um, I just want like you and anybody that's listening that can relate to that to realize that it's a normal thing and it doesn't change the way that you should view yourself, your worth, who you are as a person and your importance in the world. Absolutely. I love that. Amen, right? Scream it. Preach it. Yeah. And it's not like I'm some like self-love, self-growth guru person because like there's days where I wake up and I'm still like really upset or like there was a period of my life where I was dealing with this one specific friendship where I had to come to the terms that like it was not going to be in my life anymore. And like Colton could Mm -hmm. attest to the fact that like I really, really had a hard time accepting that. So like, how do you in your personal life, how do you come to terms with like, oh, is this a friendship that I kind of (laughs) want on the back burner or like, what is our new normal? Exactly. That is so hard. And like, even for me, that's so hard to answer because like, I don't know, I'm still navigating friendships. I feel like you're always navigating friendships Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I'm more so realizing maybe who my real friends are because Mm -hmm. like if you're always giving and giving and giving and then not getting Mm -hmm. anything in return, it like it's defeating and frustrating. And like, Mm -hmm. at what point do you like stop giving? Because I am, Mm -hmm. I'm such a giving person. Like I just love giving and giving and giving Mm -hmm. and like I struggle then holding a grudge too. Yeah. And like resentment too. Getting over that. Because again, yeah. you can yeah. see on social media that like they're potentially showing that they're living their best life. They're expanding their family. They're buying a house. They're doing all those things yeah. and they're not including you when you feel yeah. like someone that should have been told before Facebook, you know, like, yes. Ooh, don't even get me started <laughs> about Facebook. Like it is a dangerous place for me right now. Honestly. <sighs> but anyway, like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Honestly, like I always say to Alex, if it wasn't for my business, I would not be on social media because like, it Mm -hmm. just makes me question absolutely everything. Yeah. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. tough. It's really tough. tough. (laughs) But like, I do think what's important to emphasize is like, for you, you have to come up with like the boundaries that you need to set for yourself and like how much you'll 
allow the like your continued vulnerability to be present in each relationship. So like, how do you decide when busyness and like time responsibility that's cause that's legitimate at, at some point, mm-hmm. but yes. it can become an excuse with some friends and like, how do you determine mm-hmm. the amount of time or what you expect? And I think it's yeah. really uncomfortable because it's like forcing you to be vulnerable with somebody that already feels like kind of like has a hold of you and you're like holding you. I don't know. It yeah, just feels like, like a you're on like a, yeah, you're, you're just being held and like your sense of worth again, it's being questioned and mm-hmm. it's up to this person to kind of make you feel worthy. So mm-hmm. I think it's about like owning your own vulnerability, having that conversation, setting a boundary. And when the boundary is yeah. crossed or like ignored where it's like, like I have a legitimate set, sent text messages that's like I want to have a closer relationship with you I get I'm across the country I get you have x Mm -hmm. y and z going on but like I miss you I genuinely care about you I want you to be in my life like if you want the same check up on me like send me a text message it doesn't even have to relate to me it could just be a picture of your kitchen saying like yeah we've been making this update to our house or like, I've been baking a lot this month. Like here's the last thing I baked yesterday. Like, I think that's what's important is just the fact that like, yeah, I'm here and like, I'm still surviving. Are you type of thing? So yes, I feel like people are so, so quick to be like, Oh, this situation causes me to be vulnerable. So I kind of don't want to do that. And I want to like leave it up to the other person potentially create like, resentment if they don't live up to my like unspoken expectations and you expect the other person to be like a mind reader and that's not realistic and that's a huge lesson so me I need to I need to be more vulnerable I don't like getting vulnerable I don't like confrontation but like at the same point like like you said like you need to send that text and be like hey I want this friendship do you Mm -hmm. (laughs) and just yeah yeah set that expectation rather than just in your mind (laughs) I mean yeah (laughs) it's it's tough for me too though because I feel like I've had those conversations and I've been really burnt by them because I viewed this person as like viewing me more valuable in their life and it wasn't reciprocated the same way or at least like Mm -hmm. the tone of voice or whatever didn't come across and it could be because like the conversation topic that I presented kind of came out of the blue. But at the end of the day, like I feel there's an unspoken, like it's in the air, it's looming around, you know, and the other person has got to know if you guys are on the same level. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) It's so hard. Yeah. Like what point do you draw the line? And yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, Life is hard. Friendships are hard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess we can kind of get into like, how do we foster our personal relationships since we are thousands of miles apart? And I still feel like you're one of my closest friends. How do we manage that? Not that we have like the most ideal friendship because we're not perfect, obviously. No, no. But (laughs) let's get into that. I love that. Yes. Really... I value our friendship so much because I, we just relate so much, connect mm-hmm. so much. And I don't know. I feel like we're in, we're the same person in a lot of ways, but also not. 
Yeah, yeah. I always said when I first met you that, like, you were the version of me that I, like, closet up because you're just so okay with how different of a person that you are. And that is such a compliment. That's why I love watching New Girl, though, because, like, Jessica Day is so herself 24-7. And it's so unique. And people, like, some people are like, ugh, that's so weird. But I I love it. I love it. And if those people say that, the heck to them. Who cares? Like, not everyone's yeah, I don't, going I don't to have love that. you. <laughs> that, and that's a really hard – that's something that I still really struggle with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. But I think if you met my mom, you would see that me and my mom are, like, very similar people. My mom is mm-hmm. very goofy. She loves making people laugh. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm my mom. <laughs> but anyways – how we manage our friendship across country. How many miles mm-hmm. are we apart right now? A lot. I'd have to Google it. Pre- a I lot. Yeah. A lot. California to Wisconsin, a lot. And like like we mentioned in our fe- first episode, we hadn't seen each other. Workshop was in 2019, November of 2019. And the next mm-hmm. time we saw each other in person. Face to face. The second yeah. time meeting only was um, this September of 2022. Yeah. So almost yeah. three years. So that's crazy. But like even three years, I don't, I, it hasn't felt like three years to me. No. But we've kept it up. And like, it's not like we talk every single day. Maybe no, no, we no. have been now with the work, with the podcast. Yeah. But yeah. other than that, like, we would go days, weeks, sometimes months without talking uh-huh. to each other, I felt like, but we could pick up right where we left off. And that's Yeah. Nice. And I'm not going to so, lie. Like when I first rolled up into your uh, <laughs> driveway with the RV, there was a little bit of like a, I was seeing you in 3D for the first time and it yeah. took me a beat to get comfortable again. But I think, yes. I yes. think verbalizing that is, is like, it's normal to even have yeah. some discomfort with like, people you would consider your close and best friends. Yes. Like I remember telling Alex before you guys got there, I'm like, I'm nervous. Why am I nervous? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's no reason to be, but it was like the really the second time we met each other, saw each other in person. So that's Mm -hmm. crazy. (laughs) It's just really weird to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Because we had gotten so close over Marco Polo, which is an app that we're going to kind of briefly touch on that's really where our friendship culminated was just these back and forth video messages and it's it's a good app because you don't have to both be on your phone or on the computer at the same time it's like sending a video message back and forth and the person can just watch Watch it when they have time (laughs) record when you have time the only thing that's bad about it is like there's not a reminder or anything so you can watch it and forget about it Exactly. Um, exactly. So, I mean, there's some cons with that, but yeah. I think you just have to be intentional, which has been like really easy for you and I because we just clicked. Yeah, we just yeah. click. I agree. Marco Polo, download it, check it out. Even like me and my friends do it that live 40 minutes away. We do mm-hmm. it and like just to keep in touch because. Mm-hmm. You go on there when you've got a minute and be like, hey, what's up? What's going on? Just catch up. And I feel like to me, like as I've grown older, I have 
like hated texting. I don't want to take the time to text anymore. And that's kind of crazy because being in high school, I was like, I need to text all the time. (laughs) Yeah, that's weird for me to relate to. But again, like I rely on my phone for connection with people now that I live far away. So I was going to say like another example of a really easy thing to do that I will not accept as an excuse (laughs) for friendships like is a simple text message, even with like family they're like, Completely. oh, well, I never know when to call you because I'm in a different time zone than you are. Or I don't know when you're working. Oh, I'm afraid that I'm going to like wake you up if you're asleep type of thing. Like when I'm sleeping, I keep my phone on silent. Like my alarm is exactly. the only thing that's going to make a noise. Send a text message. It takes two seconds. If you're yes. so worried about it being like, oh, I opened it and I forgot to respond don't open it until you can respond. Mm-hmm. I know that that's like kind that's of what I don't do. Some people are like, Oh, that causes me so much anxiety to have these like open notif or non-open notifications on yes. your phone. I don't really get that. Yeah. Maybe if I, I like worked a desk job. Yeah. I hate notifications on my phone. So actually I do have a, not- a lot of notifications off on my phone, like Instagram, mm-hmm. Snapchat, Marco Polo, even I hate having them go off. Um, I think that's huge. Just sending a check-in text message. Like it doesn't need to be much. And like you said, even earlier, like, Hey, this is the update we were doing to our house right now. Check it out. Like just knowing that you're thinking of someone I feel like is so huge. Yeah. It would definitely make them feel special important Mm -hmm. loved thought of I don't I don't know if like we the culture and social media has curated this idea that like even a random picture that we would only be sending to someone we would consider our quote-unquote friend has to be perfect like I don't think that at all like when my girlfriends will send me a snapchat and be like oh this is like the mom bun that I've had in for the last three days and like I haven't showered Mm -hmm. You don't even need to say that because I don't care. Like, I think the no. true definition of friendship is non-judgment. Exactly. Um, and, like, our society has changed the way that should be because of social media, in my personal opinion. Absolutely. Absolutely. But mm. another way how we manage our friendship is, like, really just supporting each other on social media even, going into that. Like, commenting on each other's posts, liking, like it's as simple as liking each other's posts and just like Mm -hmm. sending them a reel that thought of made you think of each other or anything like that. It can be as simple as that. It's not even like, yeah, just send a reel if it like made you think of them and Mm -hmm. it can be done with that. But if you like, if that's all your relationship is back and forth, I think there's a bit of a problem with that too. Maybe like take it a step forward further if you have time and be like this made me think of you and here's why and share the story even if the other person knows it because yeah of course they are going to remember a memory that you two shared together growing up or whatever Mm -hmm. it is but the fact that you took the time and let's be real it's probably going to take 15 seconds out of your day if you share that story (laughs) they're going to feel like you took the time you care and like it's going to make them smile. You were thinking of them. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, mm-hmm. I don't do that. I just share real, but like, yeah, I'd like to implement that more in my life, you know? Same, same. That we're putting just that think in our mind. <laughs> yeah. We should, I'm going to try and start doing that. I just think it's all about yeah. being intentional 
Mm-hmm. And while we're on the subject of supporting each other's um, endeavors, I think that that really highlights if you have like a social media platform or an online yes. business type of thing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, obviously, I think Even, girls are easier. Yeah. Go ahead. What are we? Yeah. Even like just personal pages. Even just liking yeah, yeah, yeah. their pictures too. I feel, but that also could be my business mind aspect thinking mm-hmm. that, that they like to see that I like their f- stuff. I would think they would. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. <laughs> it is hard. I do think that girls have like an easier, um, like if you post a selfie, they're the ones to be like fire emoji, fire emoji. Like you're so cute. Mm-hmm. Look at my bestie. You're so hot. Like have my babies. Like girls are more comfortable <laughs> doing that kind of thing. And so, Absolutely. I mean, I'm going to encourage it because this is more of like a girl podcast, but like mm-hmm. want you know, her, want <laughs> but, her hey guys, you can be here too. We like you too. Also like social media, responding to stories, commenting, like it doesn't have yeah, to Yeah, that be can feel awesome. overwhelming when you follow a lot of people. But if it's your yeah. close friend and you want that relationship, you you make the effort. I don't know. Yes. Add them to your favorites page. I personally or I purposely wore the shirt on purpose. I just said the same thing twice. But it's from my girl's online boutique, Quirky Chic Boutique. I love you. Really cute, oversized, multiple colored. I love it. I, roll, you wear it I rolled so out of well. bed. Well, not today. I rolled out of bed. You do. Because I just got done working three 12 hour shifts in a row. I did <sighs> a side braid. I don't love Go my away. hair in a braid. It's fine. I do. Um, I do. But really? I love this shirt and I got it through Sandy. So I'm not, I'm, You're again, amazing. I'm not the, I'm not the bestest friend out there. I'm not trying to like relay this, Me do things either. as I do them, but like, I just want to emphasize the fact that like I've learned so much over the last two years about what I need to do to feel like I can have a close friend from so far away because I am so far away. And these are the things Mm -hmm. that have worked for me and stuff that has continued to make our friendship feel like, like two hands clasped together. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And like, that's huge. I want to say that again, like you have to find what works for you. Yes. We're giving Mm -hmm. you suggestions, but find what works for you. Like commenting and like sharing reels or commenting on their, replying on their stories isn't going to work for everyone. Maybe you are on social media. That's fine. (laughs) Right. Even if you're not on social media, like instead of a text message, if it's going to take you 10 minutes to type out a few paragraphs that you Mm want to say, and you're like questioning how to say it, just like send an audio message. Yeah. I think those are even more intimate because it's like your personal voice that maybe they haven't heard Mm -hmm. in a long time. If they don't respond to these things, like that's, giving you the information that you need to kind of be like, oh, radar, light bulb going off in my head. Like, is this a friendship that I, yeah. Is this a friendship that I need to evaluate? You know, um, I wrote out a couple things. I think this might be a little bit corny of suggestions, but I was Mm -hmm. like really, really trying to come up with ideas where it's like you find out the love language of your said friend across Uh the country and like act accordingly so like it's really easy to say if it's a gift send them a care package if you don't know what to put in a care package or a gift of any kind like send them a a venmo five dollars coffee on me i do that 
I do that. Yeah, so you've much. done that for me. You did that when I shot my first wedding. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I like what one and only wedding. No, I've done two. That's no. fine. Amazing. Amazing. But that and like, like no. it's as simple as that. Yeah, it's not five dollars, ten dollars. Easy to do. Yeah, you're just tipping your friends. <laughs> it's yeah. <hot. laughs> tipping your friends. <laughs> so stupid. It's not stupid in the moment, though. I just no. I had an no. ADD moment. No. <laughs> so okay, like we have my friends have done that, and like I feel like that gesture to me is so sweet, and like wow, you were thinking of me, and that's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's like yeah. a gift. If they're a quality mm-hmm. time person, we've kind of already touched about this, but it would be more meaningful to send like a video message over Marco Polo's showing Voidio, that you took the voice. time. Here's my face. Mm-hmm. I'm like giving you my full presence right here, right mm-hmm. now. Um, Real if you want to like, if you want to set up a video like date, we did that last week with our friends that were yes. that are. Um, travel nurses there in Arizona and it was so fun and like yeah it That's was three awesome. hours out of my day and maybe if I had kids and more responsibilities that would be a little bit more difficult but like if that's not time if that's not like if you can't fit three hours into your day then go into it with being like we're gonna start at this time and we have to get off at this yeah. time and that's just yeah. gonna how it's I've got gonna have to 20 be. minutes like yeah. even 20 minutes. It's as simple as that. Like, yeah. And it if you're already need to be complicated, if you're already close with this said friend and it's at an intimate level, like do it if you have to take a dump. Like, I'm sorry. That's yeah. so random, but like, who cares <laughs> if that's not your yeah. kind of relationship, do it while you're cooking dinner, exactly. do it while you're eating breakfast. Like, Again, mm-hmm. it's the non-judgment thing that makes friendships like that so important and so valuable. So if that's where your friendship is, like why why question that? Exactly. You know? You're you don't need if they're if it's a real friendship, you don't need to hide anything from them. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do yeah. what's best. <laughs> okay, next love language. Words Ooh, of yes. affirmation. I feel like this goes without saying, like an encouraging text message. You send yes. a picture on social media that talks about like a close friend and it's like, Oh, mm-hmm. you're my close friend. Like that's so easy. Yes. So yes. easy. It takes even a second just being to share like, that. Exactly. And even just a text like, Hey, Olivia, I think you're doing amazing and you're kicking buck, but buck. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in you. Like beautiful. Simple as that. I'm, I'm a words beautiful. of affirmation girl. So that would make my entire day. Oh, you are. Okay. I was going to ask. I don't yeah. really know what I am. <laughs> I feel like you're probably words of affirmation, quality time type I, of person. Yeah. 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 You're right. The, <laughs> the um, touch and acts of service is what Ooh. gets a little rough if you're across the country. So I was yeah. like, oh, if you're touch, that's hard. But like, that's so kind hard. of where it's like love language gets a little bit like, mm. I, I mean, I'm touch is my least like absolute bottom so I mean yeah I'm like cuddly with certain friends sometimes but it's not a regular thing um so that one's weird I'm a very example with yeah like with you I'll like lay on the couch with you the one time we were at your house like watching The Bachelor um but like my other my one friend Maddie 
I will purposely try and cuddle her because I know that she hates it. Um, so like it's <laughs> hard amazing. where I was like, maybe send, send a picture, an old picture of the two of you that you have. That's like, you're got your shoulder or your arm around each other's shoulders. You're hugging or something like that. I know that's like really, really tough, but like maybe use your own imagination so a little bit. Gosh, I'm trying. I was to also like, I was also like, send them a teddy bear. No, I didn't actually think that, but I mean, it crossed my mind. That's you know? what I thought of just now. Yes. Yes. That's something tough. like that is something that reminds them of you. Like even I was thinking like, if you wear a certain perfume, send that perfume to them, like make them think of you and think of like hugging you, you know? Yeah. Just maybe do it on a more like platonic kind of way. So it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't get weird. If I opened yeah. a package from you that was like, this is the perfume that I wear. I'd be like, what? <laughs> I mean, thanks for the perfume, but what? <laughs> I'll take note. I'm going to send you my perfume. <laughs> That's like so funny. I'm sorry. I would have such a weird reaction to that. It's so sweet. It's so sweet to be like, this is my favorite perfume. Maybe your wording is what's important if you were to send that. (laughs) Hey, hey, if you if you miss the smell of me. (laughs) It just reminds me of like when I would wear guys uh jerseys in high school, like Friday before the games, when I'd give it back, I'd like douse it in my perfume and I'm like, I would not do that with a girlfriend like it's just funny to me i'm sorry <laughs> so true so sorry i'm really sorry that was a good suggestion if you have that kind of relationship i'm going out of out on a limb here guys yeah i mean you know your relationship if that's where it's at go for it just giving ideas okay i'm sorry acts of service the last one this one's kind of tricky too because if you're not face to face, it's hard. Not it within the so, same state, like yeah. How and if we I'm are. being totally, yeah, like it, how we are, I don't know. I feel like it's easy for us though because we're doing this podcast, so we're like, yeah. let me do this and you do that. So like that's really easy. But if you're not so in true. that kind of relationship, I like Google this because it's hard. Okay, so the last one is acts of service and if I'm being honest like I googled some ideas because it's hard but maybe like googling is a good idea too like how can I show my friend that I care about them and then you'll have a whole bunch of options I'm sure of it but um, I am 100% here for googling like yeah yeah google YouTube like there's there's access to those things use Mm -hmm. them (laughs) use um But the two things that I pulled from that was like planning a trip that you could mm-hmm. potentially go on together. That way it's like, oh, I, love that. I have a free weekend a couple months from now. So do you. Like, let's get together. I'll plan it yeah. so you don't have to worry about it. And then like maybe oh. it will actually happen because it's already planned. Like that, I thought yeah. that was a really nice idea. I've never done that before. And that's something that I you and that. I could easily do. Let's do it. Let's let's put that one into action. Why haven't we done that? Actually, that kind I of don't know. <laughs> we should do that. We should. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the other one was like kind of like a um, gift type of thing, but like if you notice mm-hmm. your friend is sick or whatever, maybe they have kids. Like mm-hmm. um, struggling. When my one friend had a baby, I took over like a huge meal to her house. Um. 
I just think you need to put yourself in their shoes and like see where they're at in life and see how you could help them to show them that you care. Like for me, the whole like baby conversation, becoming a mom, pregnancy is going to be an entire podcast episode on its own because I have my own issues with that. But like, because I'm so hyper aware of them, I was like, oh, my friend is going through a lot right now. Like, what can I do to make her feel important, to make her feel like more taken care of and, and like, not just focus on the, on their new baby. Cause yeah, yeah, they're important, but like what originated this bond was her to me. And that's what mm-hmm. I want to focus on, you know? Yes. I love that. And even like, in that instance, I guess not just baby, having a baby, it's even like if they're struggling, like even sending a DoorDash gift card or Grubhub, mm-hmm. anything like that. Like, hey, go get yourself a meal. If you can't make them and bring them a meal, go out to eat or like order mm-hmm. in. Yeah. And this is a bit of a stretch too, but if it's like from your hometown and you guys have multiple friends, maybe you say like, we're going to plan something on, I'm going to give money towards the cause or whatever. Um, so that way you still feel included, even if you're far away. I love that. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. 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 Care about those friendships if they care about you. I feel like that's ominous, but like, we want to highlight the fact that like your own self-worth isn't determined by other people. And that includes your friends. Yeah. Say that again. So, Say that again. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Your I own self-worth too. isn't determined by other people. And that includes your friends. <laughs> we kind of cut this out. Like, that's awkward. <laughs> Actually, I don't care. It's fine. So, in talking about that, we want to emphasize... Um, valuing yourself to kind of close out this episode because I think that's what's important. Huge and huge. (laughs) So valuing yourself, what does that mean? Blah, blah, blah. I mean, self-love is a topic that we want to be continued conversation here on the podcast, especially as we learn more about what it means for each other individually. Mm -hmm. Um. But something that's been a really hard lesson for me personally to learn in therapy is like fewer friendships matter. Mm-hmm. And I and I don't want to say that you have to like weed people out of your life, but like no, it just teeters your idea of like it's okay for friendships to to move apart type of thing. Yeah. And I think you have to kind of figure out. Because social media and Facebook makes it so confusing, you kind of have to categorize friends in your life internally. So it's like, we all know what a friend is, but like the internet says that there's four different kinds of friendships. And the Mm -hmm. first one is like acquaintances. And we all know what those are. That's like your random person that you went to high school with that you know of, but you don't really interact with. You're probably Mm -hmm. Facebook friends with them. I don't want to like include social media that much because I do feel like that makes it confusing because you have access to their, their life more than a normal, normal existence would without it. And then the second one is just a friend 
where it's like you have a lot of intertwining activities together. So you mm-hmm. see them often, but you don't have an intimate work relationship with. with. Yes. I was going to say work, work <laughs> friends. Um, maybe if you're on some kind of like in some kind of like club, a book club. Or like an exercise class. An exercise class, class whatever. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, that could be a And friend. then that's a friend and that's fine. Yeah. Um, it's not, it's not like a close friend, which is the next category. And that's one Mm -hmm. that you have like an intimate relationship with where there's like secrets shared and vulnerability there. Like that's a close friend. And then the best friend is like the few and far between where it's like Mm -hmm. an unconditional kind of love bond where it's like, no matter how much time has passed, you can pick things right back up and it's it's always going to be there no matter what life throws at you type of thing. Yeah. And I think those are few and far to come by, but just like categorizing and knowing that like, okay, this person's more of a regular Mm -hmm. friend and not a closer best friend. So like, it's okay. And I don't need to allow myself to like really, um, like simmer with this discomfort because they're not reaching out to me as much as I'm reaching out to them or wanting to hang out that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like we're definitely best friends. I hope I think so too. I think so too, which is so romantic and cute. Sending your perfume. <laughs> <laughs> Send me your perfume, okay? I want to smell like Sandy smells. So really, quality over quantity, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like establishing and figuring out where you stand, I think is huge. Like those four different types of friendships. Mm -hmm. I think figuring that out and realizing that is huge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go do that right now. (laughs) Well, yeah, definitely. You don't need to like write it out and say this person goes in this category, but just like mental. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) Just like mental notes that you make. I know. Just like I'm a note taker, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sandy likes her organization, and I know that about her because she's my friend. Anyways, anyways, thank you for listening to our episode, episode number two about navigating friendships, <laughs> friendships across the country, and even forty minutes away, twenty minutes away, next door. I hope this, yeah. I hope this was valuable to you and hope you can take something home from this because I definitely did. Yeah, me too. That's just good hanging out with you. (laughs) The end. So (laughs) anyways, (laughs) goodbye. Bye.